everyone and welcome back to SIBO Size Like Chanel and I have an amazing guest today for you all. A, a podcast that is absolutely going to blow your mind. This is based on business, entrepreneurship and lifestyle. And today is about making magic. So this is Ray Youngman. Hi Ray. Hi, how are you doing Shan? You Amazing, right? thank you. Yes, amazing. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll introduce you to Ray. Ray is a life transformational therapist, coach, and he's massively into property. That's how we met, uh, of course, off of a, a powerful network of social media. And he has done some amazing things with education. Um, he's into his WizKed billionaire, which he's going to explain to you guys about. And he, he literally is there to transform people's lives. And he literally has done that for me. So that I'll, I'll, I'll explain more of that at the end <laughs> but yeah so let's start off so uh ray how did you get into being a transformational life coach as you would call it yeah so um i would say that growing up uh going through you know my personal own personal challenges and I, I guess that the the real personal challenges were not feeling like i was fully supported within society going for jobs um, you know, um, dad left when I was 12. My mum was out there working hard for us, me and my brother, who is eight years younger than me. Um, it was, it was challenging for her and watching her growing up as a, uh, as a single parent, you know, so for me feeling like I had a whole new level of responsibility to go and try and help my mum, my family, um, with just, you know, the day-to-day -day living, mm. um, getting to like 16, going out there to work was, <laughs> you know, working on construction sites, laboring. Um, I had a deep interest in wanting to become a, a singer and a dancer, which was, uh, you know, something that I had a, a deep passion for, but it was, I knew just at a young age that it was very rare that someone would want to try and help you to become what you wanted to become and it was almost like you know you could only rely on your, your you know your, your mum and your close family which was which was great but it would only get you to a certain point when you're out there in the in the thick of it you know because they've got their own stuff to deal with yeah so um what i found is that getting to the ages of like 18 19 i was laboring mm -hmm. on site and i would see i would look out and I would see a, uh, I, can, I can just see it now, there's a, a red Ferrari that's outside this development that I was working on. And I asked the guy that I was working with and said like, who, who owns this? Mm -hmm. um, and he said that it's the, the guy that runs the business. He's a property developer. Ah. And I was like, okay, cool. So let's, um, you know, let's, it gives me something to be inspired by. It was like a physical, uh, a physical, like, a, you know, the car. So that was, so your, your motivation of getting into property was, was at the time a red Ferrari. Yeah. And it, obviously from your upbringing that, that then, that then em empowered you to, to make your path. No? Uh, yeah. So I, I think that ultimately the, the reasons why I wanted to become a transformational coach was that I went through my own personal challenges and you know, it was, it was when my, my first, it was actually when my granddad passed away. Yeah. That is. Um, someone, someone that I thought was my, my major 
um, inspiration in life because he was so fun and playful with people. He wouldn't take life too serious. Mm. Um, when I see him pass away, and he was like the closest person to me. You know, that was mm. that was so challenging for me to to be able to understand. And I had no had no uh, no one to really help guide me through that process of understanding what just happened. You know, um, so yeah. I. I was actually at a, um, an auction house um, going to purchase a property and I met a lady there that I had a conversation with and she, I was like, what's the difference between me and some of these people that are like really killing it in life, like really achieving what they, they set out to achieve? And she was like, there's nothing. Everyone's got their own, you know, personal desires. And, uh, you know, if, if you want to really understand the mind, then I can work with you on that. So, you know what, I said, okay, cool, let's work, let's go, let's work, yeah. let's make it happen. So, mm. one session. No. And I sat down with her, and what she showed me within that the one hour blew yeah. my mind. Yeah. And it made me perceive my life and my experience in such a way yeah. that I, was, I, I become committed to want to help people doing exactly what she's just helped me do. So, in one session, in, in, that was in one session. Yeah, like she she shift. It was almost like I had a shift in perspective of my life. Yeah. And do you think that it, it is that powerful? What you believe in that one session would would literally transform someone's life. One one conversation because mm. I I now understand that it's uh, you know we we are a constant energetic frequency. You yeah. know, so I understand the the how profound other people's energies can affect us yeah and being uh you know going through the method and even understanding how a horse so we worked with a horse it was like one-on-one -on -one. understanding i was like she gave me a um we went into this stables and her horse was just standing in the middle and she said right i want you to get the horse to do this this take the horse from one point to another point and it had only a rope around its, uh, its neck. Take the horse from there to there. So I was like, okay. So I had the rope and I'm saying, come on, let's go. I was trying to, you know, I was trying to encourage it to, to, to move forward. Nothing, it was just so stubborn and, and moving, you know? So that was day one. After a couple of days of working with her, we went back to the horse. And this, during those days we was doing meditating. She was taking me through some of my um, behavioral patterns we was writing a whole bunch down. We was eating very clean. Um, she, I went back to the, to, to the horse and it, it was like magic. The, the horse would do, would go anywhere that I wanted it to go. And she explained to me that it was because I was feeling in, in a certain energetic way mm. that the horse was responding to that. Yeah. And yeah. I can imagine, because you've made me feel that energetic way. <laughs> Where literally, like, you, you can just, you feel like you are creating magic and you feel like you, you can move a horse. Yeah, I mean, you can, you know. And you know you can, so that's... that's, that's you are, the, that's you are ultimately the creator of your, your reality in your life. Mm. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it's challenging for people to really understand and appreciate that because we've not yeah. been taught this from a very young age. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing that you've brought up your ch personal challenges because everyone's going through it. 
everyone's going through their stuff. And I, you know, and it's, we become so self-consumed and, and think that our stuff is the most important, no. you know. Uh, and and yeah. of course, that's what we have to work with. But ultimately, if you can help someone else to achieve and understand and see yeah. and guide them in the way that they can see, okay, well, this is how you could get over it. Or, you know, what, what do you really want from it? Yeah. This situation, uh, is this really going to get you to a point that you truly desire yeah. are you being authentic in this situation what are your core values like this was never ever spoken to me at school no you know or you know my mum was too far too busy. even when you asked me what's your core values i was like hold on oh, hold on what's what, that what is that <laughs> what's what core values <laughs> yeah. and i sat at you and, and honestly i i knew from the first session with you that that and it and it's it was a taboo as well, even to go and get help, it still is in society, to go well, and speak to someone, yeah, especially yeah. In, in Mediterranean cultures and Arab cultures. And, and to me, it's absolutely wild where people, if they feel like they've got a slight problem in life, mm. that problem can grow and spiral and you just try and nip it in the bud from, from the beginning, really. 100%. And it's like, I think everyone should have a point where they go through and understand, you know, why they created what they created in the past and what they want to, like, you know, what they want to achieve in, 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 the, future. in, in the future. Yeah. And where they are right now. And I yeah. mean, ultimately, everything that we're doing in this present moment is going to build momentum towards, you know, uh, yeah. uh, whatever the outcome is. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's taken some time to slow things down breathe and then uh, and uh, you know and have a have a focus you know so um i mean it was one of the most uh, beautiful things is about when you're able to go through a situation like that and you know really look at your own ch the things that challenge you mm. and then to have an actual methodology to be able to help other people see their true authentic self yes that's powerful you know power and everyone has that Power. Everyone, like everyone has that and obviously you pick up that what you can see in other people you know sometimes you're like you want to shake them you're like but you you're worth this like you're amazing like yeah. i love you and i love everything and everything's so great and you're great but then people are like well why would you even want to be around me like the questions i get from people and i'm like no you have that you need to build that momentum up for yourself and know what you are and what you can achieve. And it's, it, it is actually one of the saddest things that I, I think is going on in the world. And it's not, believe it or not, it's not a topic that I was actually gonna to touch on today, but obviously it just, you, what I know you can do and what other amazing professionals can do, it's, it's so, so powerful and, and so necessary. It's so powerful. And we're constantly doing it anyway. Yeah. You know? Even the if if you don't call yourself a you know a professional or that's not not your focus, mm. you're still having an effect on the outside. Yeah, you're creating. You know, uh, yeah. you're you're having this yeah. energetic shift in in your reality. And so if you're going home and um, you know you're you're speaking with your kids and you've had a, a really long day and you're frustrated, you're yeah. gonna project yeah. your frustrations on onto the them, and then they will feel like, you yeah. know, that they, they, they will become that. Yeah. Um, and so, is, yeah. is that why you got into that? So your, your focus at the moment is education? Education, you know, my, my, I, we focused on the three core values because, you know, there's a lot of people in the past um, when I used to really look at it and be like, well, maybe I'm doing too much. 
you know. I've, I feel I'm like doing that this, every day. I'm doing that. You <laughs> I know, feel I've like got, that every I've, day. I've got Whiskey Billionaire Club. Mm. I've got the property. I've got the you know the coaching one to one. And uh, you know, there's 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 a whole um, bunch of things that you're doing in the day, mm. and people, especially some of the closer ones, will be like. Why are you doing it? No, no, Why no. are you doing it? My You're close people much. are like, what is she doing yeah, yeah, every yeah, day? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, it's fascinating because usually they're, the, they're not the ones that, are, that have a, a big desire or a dream mm. or, or stop believing that these are the possibilities for themselves. Yeah. And they're challenged by your movements um, and your, you know, your passion for life. Yeah. And we've got we've got, you know, an opportunity here to really take it all to the next level, whatever you whatever you desire, you know, because once we, you know, we, we create something like a, a situation, um, we build something, we learn from it. Yeah. You know, we grow and, and that's it. Just keep keep expanding. You know, this so, is, so how know. about which is a challenge for a lot of people, actually, maybe even including myself in, in the past. Well, it is because I wouldn't bring it up if it wasn't. But creating something like a business and the business not going to how you want it to go to and then keeping that momentum up to create more businesses where have you have you been challenged by something like that and yeah I mean, how have you come out of it so so just to think about you know when i was uh 21 wanting that you know see seeing the uh the, the, the real estate developers and the investors that are living this lifestyle that at that time I desired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like 10 years down the line. Do we ever reflect on if we've achieved that and we still want that? Right. Based on what the 21 year old me wanted yeah. in life. And we, we rarely stop and, and sit and write them things down. What did I want when I was 21? And is that the same still now? Mm. So in my, uh, in, in just in the real estate business, mm -hmm. it was, okay, you know, we want to achieve uh, a portfolio where we're buying and holding hundreds of properties. Now, fast forward, I was look, I'm, looking at it and I'm like, okay, well, you know, is this, really the business model that I want to take forward mm -hmm. and are these aligned to my now core values yep. um, in life? Yep. How can I utilize what I wanted then or, and what I want now and combine it to have a, a more of a focus and an empowerment on society? I didn't have that kind of mindset then. 21, I weren't even... You know what I mean? I yeah, was just yeah, worried yeah. about what designer item I'm going to buy and, and put in my wardrobe. I, did, I, did, yeah, exactly. I, was, I was just focused on my business, to be honest and I, but I was just going and doing. You know, you, at 21, you're just doing. You're just going. You're like... So a, lot of, a lot of people are not goal-driven at that age. Well, there wasn't back when we were 21. Sometimes they're driven out of fear. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, was, I was like, I do not want my family to be poor. You know, I, yeah. I don't want my mum to still keep struggling. I don't want my brothers to keep, you know, to, to keep struggling. Mm. And my family, you know, I'm like, they, surely they can't be doing that forever. Yeah. You and know? it's amazing that we're talking about upbringing because it's something I brought up on my other two podcasts as well. And obviously I've done a lot of work with you and I know that your your upbringing is massive impact on, on, your, on who you are yeah. as a human being. And if it's something you weren't happy with, you need to really try and change that for yourself. So yeah. it is about change and transformation. And do you believe that your core values 
obviously can change and how often do you see core values changing in your experience? Yeah, I think that ultimately everything that, like how we behave naturally in the, in the day to day, just say, you know, one of mine is education. So it's in my days when I wake up and I set an intention for the day, this is what I want to create from this day. Am I going to learn something? And how can I help other people to learn something? Or maybe even offer a, a, you know, a word of wisdom. Okay. Or even stop and be present and, and listen to someone. To me, yeah. that's, that's uh, they can learn something and you can learn something, especially when it's intentional. Yeah. So like this morning, for instance, I go in to get a coffee from the coffee shop and I ask... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> We've been there before. <laughs> So I say... Ray used to ask me to go speak to <laughs> three strangers a day and I used to always go speak to the woman in the coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, how's your day? Amazing. I'm, yeah. I'm like, amazing. Let's go. You know, it's like eight o'clock in the morning. Let's go. Ready for it. And it's almost like they, they're like, hold on. Yeah. Why, why are you, t why are you talking Weirdo. to me? What, yeah, you're so strange. Weirdo. You know, why are you asking me these kind of questions? No one ever asks these questions. You yeah. know? I'm here to just give you the cup of coffee and yeah. done. All right. Move so on. Next. 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 <laughs> like I, not even interacting with that human being that's, that's come it. into their face. And, and it's so, so, again, it's just so It's sad. wild. And that just yeah. shows how, how fast yeah. uh, and how uh, stuck in the mind we are yeah. over being in the present moment. A guy yesterday threw my boy's uh, food, the, a wrap, down on the, on the table. And I had to just stop yeah. and say, you do realise that you've just thrown my, my son's food yeah. onto the side like that. Yeah, and it's just really rude and disrespectful of food. Yeah, and, and, he's, and he's watching you disrespect his food like that. To a child. Yeah, so, it's, and it just sh and so I just had to bring the moment mm. to this a pause yeah. and just be like... Breathe. Breathe. <laughs> Everyone just breathe. Are you okay, mate? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's important to see, see the challenges in the day as well and, and, and confront them head, head on every day because them challenges will just keep getting. They just compound. More and more. Over time. Yeah. Like what, do you, what, what do you want to achieve? Um, and if you're, if, again, as we, if we're saying we want to achieve a set, um, you know, by the end of the day, I want to achieve. Um... So do you, you do you set your achievements for your day? Obviously, I know I know you write a diary, and yeah, but and they might just be I've they might that. just be aligned right. to uh, education. Like mm -hmm. I want to learn. I want to be open to learning today. Okay. Something more about Amazing. myself. Yeah. Or I would like to be open to learning more about yeah. three other people in this day. And this is why I feel like this podcast and podcasting in general are absolutely amazing because. You get the time to sit down and talk to people and, and learn. And, and it's just it's I mean. so it's simple yeah. at, at what other people can pick up. Even if one person picks up one thing from each podcast and it changes something and it impacts, then I'm, I'm happy with that. You, you know, know? You, you are, you are a, a catalyst for transformation, you know, yeah. and what you're doing here is, is powerful. And, uh, you know, and, and bringing, you know, these different perspectives yeah. To and offering them for other people to to, to watch and consume yeah. is is great. Yeah. I mean, thank, thank you. Um, what was thank your you what you. was what would you say was? I like you asking me questions now because yeah. I was actually going to turn you to ask me a question, but I didn't tell you. <laughs> but go on. What would you say was the biggest turning point in your life and experience mm -hmm. that made you really question where you was when you was twenty one?
and what you want to achieve going forward and why you wanted to achieve it. Like, where was that point? Yeah. Did, can, you, can you remember a point where you was like... I fell down once and I think this is when I called you on my first session and I had a really bad fall. And um, I was in... I was completely trapped in my, in my situation mm. of life. Yeah. And I didn't realise it. And I was just going round and round and round and round and doing the same thing with the same people, the same business, everything was just round and round and round and round. And then you come to a session with me and you were like, this flat look like, there's a lot of things in here. And he was like, you were like, how long have you been here for? And I was like, oh, about seven years. Why, what's wrong with it? And there was like things falling on my head. And I was like, you're like, is there anywhere else you'd rather be? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I want to go Primrose Hill. And then you're like, we'll go Primrose Hill then. Like, it's just simple. And then I was like, Okay, and then I had to look at the reasons of why I wasn't actually letting myself go to mm. where I wanted to go and why I'm holding back in the comfort and in the sickness. And it was a massive turning point for me. And then obviously, you know, I was really focused on religion and it was a core value of my life at the time. My family also was a core value of my life. And I felt like, I'll be honest, I was putting religion and my family probably in front of me. Um, obviously God is, you know, all the almighty and, but it was getting to a point where I was completely deteriorating, you know, my charity work, I was putting that before me. Yeah. I was on the streets feeding the homeless, as you know, for like two and a half years in COVID. I didn't sleep. I was running range homes. I wasn't going to gym. I then got sick. Um, and I remember you come to my place once and you're like, wow, you've created this beautiful apartment in Primrose Hill and it was yeah. all gold yeah, and everything yeah, was yeah, flashy yeah. and amazing. And you were like, but you look, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember I was like, I looked awful. Like I couldn't even walk from there to you. Yeah, you know, yeah, I couldn't even yeah, bring yeah, myself yeah. to have the energy to walk, walk because, and then I realized, wow, you're really giving everything out there, yeah. but nothing to yourself other than you was actually the only thing that was keeping me aligned yeah, and yeah, yeah. Our, our sessions were getting longer and longer at one point yeah, because yeah, of covid yeah. and everything that was going on yeah. so that was when i realized that you need to really try and just put yourself help yourself first before because I, I remember when i met you i, like, I want to do a children's author finish in africa i want to be verified on instagram i want to be famous yeah. i want to run 100 businesses and i wanted to do so much and then until i learned about my core values I was like, but that's not a line. That's not a line. That's going to probably flop. And then I was like, okay, now it's time has anyone ever, to work. Has, has anyone ever asked you, you know, why you was doing what you're doing um, mm. and, and actually given you no. and sat down and, and, and spent time with trying to understand you or opening some, you know, ideas of, you know, why, why are you doing, why are you doing this and why do you want this? Has anyone ever questioned mm. you before? Like, not that? until you know, nobody. Why do you think that is? they're scared. <laughs> I can't be a bit scared. I can't be a bit scary, I guess. I don't know. I I'm think like, people not... probably trust me because I've always been ambitious and clever. I feel like I'm clever. Has anyone so ever asked it. you, are you happy with that? No. What you're doing? No, 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 no. So you was the first person to, no. uh, to actually ask me those questions. And that's why. So like, this is what we can do in day to day, just yeah. having them conversations. And it's, it's, it's so light. Yeah. But, almost, it, but sometimes it almost feels so heavy to them. Yeah, you know? I know. And once you start to do it more frequently, it, you become yeah. you know, more of a, a, a light 
within society to open up other people's perspectives to like you know alternative or alternative you know guidance yeah so so you know in in the place that you was going through a situation where you you come to a point where you was like okay i realize this is what i desire but i just don't feel mm. physically aligned. aligned yeah so yeah. How, how does how does this work now you know yeah. i'm running 120 miles an hour i'm doing this and i was this, running this, this, marathons this, this, this. 120 miles an hour and i was yeah i was at, i was at breaking point i yeah. guess and it's 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 a and through those experiences you want to be present to really mm. enjoy those moments yeah rather than just being like a tick but you tick, was he was tick, making me enjoy tick. the moment he was making me speak to everyone yes. in the park <laughs> and at the coffee shop tell me about a moment when you was in the park <laughs> <laughs> honestly everyone, everyone thought i was weird okay i was going i was like hi you're right how's your day they're like is she a killer what is she murderer no it was amazing it was physically lying so let's move on to the business side of, it, cool. uh, of things obviously we've, we've we've touched a lot on amazing transformational stuff cool. so um what i know you love property yeah love it and i love it yeah um so we're aligned but what do you love about property other than the financial gain and what's been your best property transaction and why um, I would say that it's, again, it's always down to the, the core values, which is entertainment value, the educational value and the empowerment value. So for me, it's looking at, okay, so through these, uh, and it's a transformational proce process. Yeah, it changes. Real estate, you know. I like to buy properties that uh, need a lot of work, you know. And because, yeah, 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 like going in there, <laughs> really and bad like ones, piles of stuff, <laughs> yeah, and like let's shift the stuff mm. and let's uh, really, uh, you know, become imaginative on what we can create here. So, one of the ones that springs to mind is my starship, um, I which, gonna say this. which was <laughs> which was like a little, uh, it was a one bedroom flat at the time, and a guy was like. The, the, one of the biggest holders of stuff. So I went in there and there's piles and piles. It was, it was really bad. And you, you took no the lease. property on with, with the stuff in the property? With the stuff in the property. The holder stuff. It had... Because normally they have to... By, by the way, legally, you have to empty out the property before you move on with a transaction. Yeah, so that... So they didn't do that. that. They didn't do that. The guy had, uh, had, had gone missing, the tenant, who had left all the bits in there. Ah. I agreed to uh, purchase it with everything in the condition it was in. It had a low lease. Right. Um, it was below 62 years. I happened to own the flat above. <clears throat> I was one of the freeholders. So when other people were coming to look to purchase it, they had a, um, a, a, well, a bit of a challenge because I'd already owned one property upstairs and they would have had to come through me to purchase the, mm -hmm. uh, to, the, the flat. So it made more sense that I uh, made a negotiation with the owner and purchased that flat. Oh, you had a big, value. bigger advantage I mean, there. That's it. Yeah, by that's, being I mean, a freeholder. Massive by, having, by being a freeholder. Yeah. Um, you know, it's everything from all of the searches to knowing exactly the ins and outs of if anyone was absent as a, as a freeholder, which I, I knew because we'd, we were the freeholders, we'd already done yeah. one. 
um, and have that communication directly to, to understand the building itself yep. before we actually invest in that in yep. that particular building because yep. it's a four-story building so that's quite a large unit mm. for an old Victorian place mm -hmm. and um, you know there's there's a lot that could go wrong with yeah so it's period property. building wasn't so it there's a period building which obviously the older they are the more problems that properties can have yeah and um, you, you know they, they uh, so we already knew mm -hmm. what we could achieve um, we've got the the team to do the due diligence on the the market we've been in that mark that same area now mm -hmm. for the last six years okay. so we had a deep understanding of the market Mm -hmm. and understanding exactly why people were migrating out of London to this mm -hmm. seaside um, destination. Yeah, which uh, you did really well in, in COVID, didn't you, where a lot of people migrated to the sea? 100%, because, you know, it's, uh, people are selling up, like, £400,000 one-bedroom flats mm -hmm. to move down and buy a £200,000 flat cash yeah. um, during COVID. And it's, and it's really, you know, once you integrate yourself within the environment mm -hmm. and within the community where I, and I always do this with every um location that we're looking to invest to to really understand why why people are there it's like asking the question okay so your specialist you would say in in that area have you thought to diversify to some to something different now um in areas in or, or in, 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 type, in both because obviously i know you do flats yeah 100 refurbs yeah so flips. so we've got a team that will go in and refurbish the the property mm -hmm. um or develop the property from ground up so we've got that yeah. team and we've established that over the years. Um, so that is um, super consistent. Our yeah. guys are super consistent with that. With the, um, Do you the, have any challenges with your, your team? With the team? Uh, now? <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um, no, so... Good question. Um, yeah, great question. So the challenges that we have with our team is not keeping them busy enough, really. Really? So... Okay. Um, and, that's, and that's now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, in the past, they are we've had a lot of challenges with the contractors there's mm. there's there was always a um again it's because we did not have the consistency with the deals right to be able to have a team and deploy so we was employing them every single time we had a subcontracting that's it yeah um and of course we build up great relationships but ultimately the um the, the long game is to have a great in-house team yeah that can go and add the value and then we can uh, look to either refinance or sell on the on the exit. Um, so I would say the biggest challenge um, at the moment is just keeping them busy. Yeah. You know? Okay. And and how we're getting over that is by working with investors and looking at larger deals mm -hmm. um, from you know uh, blocks to hotels. Yeah. Um, I've got a large network of um, real estate entrepreneurs, investors, and developers that are always throwing deals. Mm -hmm. my way and our way yeah um, and you know I think it's important to be able to serve them uh, you know consciously and in the right way mm -hmm. and that are aligned to our core values so yeah you know that that's, that's a tough part <laughs> yeah that's that's it again it's like it's yeah again it, again it's that I mean obviously there's some great because we are connected that yeah. we both can get some some fantastic opportunities out oh, there for people there's so many that come across our so that is what you're, you're built, you're, you've just built the, the connects and, and a network of, of people. Built the connections, um, you know, and, and this obviously takes time. So we've nurtured mm. the connections over, over some, some years now. Mm -hmm. um, we're trusted, we trust them. Yeah. We've done uh, small transactions between yeah. us. 
Um, and I think that's important to start small. 100%. I really do, and and then build build the momentum up. Yeah. Uh, small reward, and then and then see how it gets bigger and change change the dynamic of a property and, development. And adapt developer. because again, it's like understanding each other's goals. Yeah. And you know, it's it's like a dance, you know. Um, and obviously, I know you was doing development on your own when I first met you, and yeah. and now you're partnering. Uh, you're, you're partnering with people doing joint ventures in a way. Yeah. Um, do you feel like that's necessary? Um, when you say necessary, as in joint ventures or the... Yeah, like like going in with a team of, of force. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's... If in any moment a deal comes across the, you know, on, on, it's on the table and you feel like, you know, you can provide the right resources to deploy to it, and you've done the right due diligence on the deal itself, and you've got the right securities in place um, mm -hmm. for, for you, and they're communicating clearly and transparently, mm -hmm. then, I feel, then I feel that, you know, it, again, it's an opportunity to work together and, and yeah. build. Um, and help people again, isn't it? Really? Again, it's all about you know working together, providing a win-win yeah. for people. You know. And you're very hands-on. That's it. I so love, you know, I'm is a fully gonna, qualified gonna electrician. Keep, yeah, yeah, you yeah. are. You go and pick your own tiles <laughs> and kitchens yeah, yeah. and bathrooms all the time. Love it. So you're you're gonna always stay as the the, the project manager, basically. I am like a natural creative, so I love mm. I love to get involved when it comes to the the vision of the. Um, of the property and the, the, the asset that we're working with. Yeah. So, um, of course, working with interior designers, which we do, um, is, is amazing to be able yeah. to have that collaboration as well, yeah. you know? So, yeah, um, yeah 100%. It's, uh, I, love to, I love to stay on the ground and in amongst it. I think yeah. it's necessary, you know, to, Definitely. to keep everyone inspired yeah, and motivated. I, I, I think that's something that, um, that I had to adapt with, which actually was was growing with people, because yeah. I've always been used to doing it on my own. Just go, yeah. So yeah, now I'm yeah. like, no, you need to, and you know, it eliminates greed a little bit as well, because I feel like greed is a massive impact on people's decisions sometimes. They're like, why should I share They're when like, I yeah, can so get self-consumed? Yeah, it's so self-consumed, and you can share with ten people and, and form amazing connections, gives you momentum, makes you grow quicker, and, yes. and when, continue. Yeah. So when you're, you know, when you're building out your team, you really, again, it's about questioning understanding them for them yeah. and what their motivations are for what they're doing so you know having them the check-ins you know they might not be wanting to go and you know own the hundred plus properties and mm. build out these and want to transform society yeah. you know well i'm looking forward to us doing our our first business venture it will be it will be absolutely phenomenal i can't wait what for do that. you what do you think <laughs> That we should call it the first one. Oh. Not even, imagine it was a hotel. What would you call oh, it? Oh gosh! Oh, I don't know. You guys are very good with names. I mean, see both sides. Like Chanel took me about three months. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get there. We won't, don't want to give too much away. Good decisions. We yeah, don't want to yeah, give too yeah. much away. So moving on from the property stuff, you then created something absolutely phenomenal um, called With Kid Billionaire, and because um, it's not my. <laughs> expertise area of property i would like you to explain it to everyone in okay. case i get it wrong that's fine so it's members club are you are you yeah. a part of any members clubs david lloyd's okay cool so <laughs> at the table, that is it it's uh you know people gather around they've got the same interests and what we want to do is well what we are doing is have, we have built a members club and we are actively building a community of visionaries entrepreneurs and creators mm -hmm. now they're at the david lloyd's they might be open to allowing 
you know, uh, the youngsters to come through because I know they've got the DL kids, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then the adults can go and do their, their bit. So what we're doing at Whiskey Billionaire Club is we're allowing the younger visionaries, entrepreneurs and creators to be involved with the opportunities that come across, that we come across mm -hmm. as, uh, you know, as, as the elders. Okay. Um, and to, to be able to have that connection with the younger generation to offer them guidance and wisdom so that everything we're learning, we can hand them that conscious button. You know? And you were focusing it around NFTs originally. So, so the NFT element of it, yeah. um, the reason why we have decided to integrate blockchain and NFT technology is because um, you at David Lloyd will tap the card mm -hmm. and you might not know anyone within that community unless you go over and have that conversation. Um, and also, once every time you pay monthly for the membership, it's, um, you get to actively take part in anything that you're doing within that club. Now with NFTs, what we have done is decided to have it as a digital, um, a digital membership so that anyone that has and holds this digital membership, there is a... Um, a transparency so I know that you have a WizKid Billionaire membership mm -hmm. it's in your digital wallet um, and if you go to Monaco and they want to see your digital uh, NFT there's, there's an NFT as a billionaire that, you know, we, we, WizKid club card when we have a when we have an event and you go there you can just show your card and they know it's directly attached to you no one can steal that from you unless they have your digital wallet Right. So they can't, if I take your, uh, your membership card from, uh, you know, uh, a physical card, I can go and tap it and walk yeah. straight in, you know, unless there's someone humanly, physically watching uh, and... And what made you get into, into this? So what it was is two years ago, me and my son were looking at these NFTs mm -hmm. and we was interested in building a community and his interest was building a community of young entrepreneurs that can all work together to help clean the sea. So we're sitting there and we're going, okay, cool. How do we build this community? There's loads of projects out there now, NFT projects. Now an NFT is a non-fungible token, which basically means that it is a, um, it's a unique digital um, certificate that only you own mm -hmm. so you can sell it yes um and you can purchase you can it. buy them you and then them. and sell them They're and sell how them. do they go up in value there there's a, a a supply and demand element much like property much like everything yeah at the ex moment, exactly create so, supply and give everyone the demand and that, that's it that's it so you've got so in our community we have three thousand three hundred and thirty three tokens mm-hmm now, if we have, and when we have, a complete set that have been minted, which means we have 3,333 members, it means that you can't get into the club unless someone is selling. Right, okay, so again, it's a, a private members club. It's a private members club. Basically, yeah. but you own an NFT with it, and so, then you but, can but then you flip the NFT, like you so, flip a property. <laughs> yeah, you can flip, yeah, you can flip, the, you, can, you can flip for a transaction, but it's, it's like, Okay, our benefits will grow over time. Yeah. Right? So yeah. We, we're starting now 
And as soon as we start to uh, collaborate and um, add more benefits to the members club, mm -hmm. um, it's going to become more valuable. Okay. And ultimately, if you have benefited from the club for two years and you wish to get out, you don't lose the money that you've invested in it. You've been able to utilize it and you can offer it to someone else. Yeah. But at whatever price you, you set okay. for that. Also, because there's a supply of 3,333, we can say that your specific one, because it has a unique ID. Yeah, because I think I made one once. Yeah, so your specific one has a unique ID and because it, is, um, it has been gifted to you, it mm. comes with a set. Um, so for your one, it would come with a 12-month membership to Transformational Coaching. So every month you get an hour's Transformational yes, Coaching. For, and, and, and I would love that. Now, no one else, no one else in that whole community will have that. Yeah. So you could sell that on the open market and someone's getting instant value at whatever price you want to sell it for. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's, a, it's a business. Yeah. I mean, we, our <laughs> business is, uh, you know, helping to bring like-minded individuals together. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a members club. And where do you see... Where do you see that going in the future? What's, what's your plans for it? Um, our plans now is to work with, again, institutions and uh, creators, influencers and visionaries to, to really um, establish this as a, a go-to mm -hmm. place for anyone that is, willing, is, is looking to take their, their life personal or um, business to the next level. Because okay. we, we are working to put all of the most, um, you know, aligned mm -hmm. um, elements within that, within that one And will you be platform. doing some, like, networking events? Because I want to come. Yeah, yeah, 100%. We've got, we got one. <laughs> and it, guys, everyone who wants to come can just obviously follow Ray and he'll be posted. He posts a lot of inspiring stuff, so. Yeah, so, so we have um, VIP events. Mm-hmm that all of our members will be will have access to Amazing. we have um we have a, an event next month okay. for christmas it's down in south london and that is my favorite part of london everyone, <laughs> everyone. the opposite is, side of the river for me yeah but go on let's go fine i'm normally crossing over the pond all, on the plane so. all, all, yeah that's it all, <laughs> all, all areas i mean it's uh so so you're really focusing on growing that Kid. Yeah, this is a uh, uh, has a strong focus. I mean, yeah. like everything that that I'm uh, working on um, is is all aligned, and that is a strong focus on of again course. education, empowerment, and entertainment. Okay. And you know, it's having fun with it. Yeah, you know? it is. And working with great people like yourself that have uh, you know big dreams and just to keep working together because you know you inspire me to see you go from yeah. you know a place where you have. Um, you know, gone through some, some challenges, like I have, like we all do, yeah. um, and, and come to a point where we have new challenges that yeah. can excite us and stimulate us mentally, yeah. physically, and emotionally. And you know? you're handling them so different as, as time goes on. Yeah, they just become play, more playful with it, and you know, yeah. it's, not, um, it is fun. it's not so it's serious. Honestly, guys, it's, it is really fun. When you get to this level, you're like, just make it a fun, enjoyable experience. 100%. And what, you when you can Even your challenges, make them fun. You have to. Like, yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, you have I've to. I've got this. Yeah, you have this. Like, we got it. And it's being here now. <laughs> Everything we're doing right here, right now is, is creating it. And, yeah. um, and take a moment to just pause. Yeah. You know, and that's it. So what is Ray's future plans 
future plan is just con continuously um, become as uh, as presently and aligned as you know as as possible, and just stay focused on mm -hmm. you know the big goals, and um, you know just be relentless with it. Okay. And I'm all, always always aligned to wanting to you know help other people to achieve yeah. that as well within themselves. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's just let's just go. Is there anything you wanted to show us today? Um, we have a couple of bits here, okay. actually. I think you might like such a thing. Ah, darling. Is... <laughs> <laughs> wow. So this is, if you can see, Whiskey Billionaire Bag Monte Carlo. So who designed this? I designed it. Um, I am the, the creative director for Filthy Rich, which is our um, fashion side of Whiskey Billionaire Club. And the reason behind why I created this as physical pieces as well. And um, we've got the jackets, yeah, which are a luxury. I mean, the feel is just phenomenal. Mm. And if you really look into them, you can really Very see thick. how, Good yeah, quality. The, the, the quality is powerful. Yeah. Um, and if you really look into the brand, what you'll realize is that this, there's, there's obviously a strong theme that is, uh, that is aligned through, through them all. Mm -hmm. And on here, this arm says, make every moment count. You know, so the pieces are beyond me and they should represent a catalyst for transformation. So if you're holding it um, or you're wearing it, you know, you feel empowered um, and, and feel that there's... Like a magic cloak. It's, it's a mag like a magic cloak. As soon as you put it on, you know, <laughs> on, on the back, ain't everyone visionary because, yeah. you know, some people are yeah. uh, stuck in the, in, in the stuff and they're happy mm -hmm. to do their thing. And that's fine, you know. Um, but for us and for me particularly, it's, uh, it's a limitless. So why mm. not keep creating and, and make it magical, you know? Yeah, I think everyone needs to keep creating. That is just keep, the just best advice that, and keep learning, that anyone can learning do. Learning through that creation, ever. you know? It's amazing. That's it. I, so I asked you, you a question because I, I decided that life is a game of chess the other day. Yeah. Ooh. And I asked you, I actually messaged you and I was like, life is just a game of chess. And you gave me the most amazing response <laughs> to that. And I want you to share that with our viewers today. Why, why is life like a game of chess to you? Um, I feel that, you know, to this, if you can really understand that your outside experience is a reflection of everything that you've ever gone through in your life, you're holding the stuff with you. So as I always say, to take a pause and look at the, the outside, life experience mm -hmm. as a game now it gives you the it gives you the the clarity that you need to know that you're you know you're, you're on track and of course sometimes you're going to go forward sometimes you're going to go left right sometimes you're going to even go back and then sometimes you look back and you realize that you've got a whole bunch of responsibility sitting behind you maybe you're the king maybe you're the queen maybe you're the the other elements on the on the table, but each piece plays its part, um, and ultimately, I feel that it's not just one, but it's many. So, if we can all work together, yeah, um, you know, and and really be able to communicate to your team, we can really make some uh, some impact, and um, in a in a conscious way. So, yeah, no, I appreciate you coming up with. Thank you. Such a beautiful message. And. 
obviously I had to get you. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. A chess game. Look at You're that. Say, I, I did actually give someone a chess game the other day because the yeah. same, not the same reason, but I wanted to get everyone's feel on what is life about when it comes to chess because it's, it's something to learn from. And it's everyone's perspective. Have you fun. Know? No, thank you so much. I really appreciate Let you. Wow. Amazing. Um, I just obviously want to say thank you so, so much because it means a lot to me that you've come down. And, no, I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you, obviously. And I appreciate everyone on here. Yeah, 100%. Uh, for coming to watch and always support me in, in my journey and see both sides like Chanel. You'll see hopefully a lot of growth in it, which I'm sure is going to be amazing because everything we do is amazing. So thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so Ray. much. Thank you.